Thanks, Spencer. I, did, I didn't have to, but I, I did. I well, I at the very least, I appreciate it. Danny, <laughs> um, to to start because we were kind of talking. I feel like we were. I don't know if it was off mic or the preamble of our last episode or the episode mm. before. We were talking about. <clears throat> you know, weight loss how, how, and just like trying to not be garbage. Oh yeah. Yeah. People. How are you doing? Uh, I'm down 10 pounds and nice. I plateaued. I've plateaued for like the last two weeks. So mm-hmm. it's been kind of frustrating and like finding the motivation to keep going right now is like, okay, if I can get through this hurdle, I think, I think I'm going to keep going. Um, nice. But I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like I, I wore this shirt today, uh, fresh out of the laundry, laundry, and it wasn't like super super tight. So I was like, okay, all right. Even if the scale doesn't show that much, then at least the size, the proportions are starting to see yeah. some improvements. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. So, what have you, you been kind of? Have you just been kind of focusing on moving around more than like diet and stuff? Uh, a little bit of both. So like. I wouldn't call it dieting so much so as like introducing vegetables and fruits into <laughs> my diet if more than anything. Cause like I'll still have a, a McDonald's, like I just had a, 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 a Whopper like f- five days ago or at some point last week. Uh, no, I got, I, I do have to say, I think the last time we talked about our health, um, you also had, recently had a whopper how yeah, often so, do you go to burger king it's like it's like once every two weeks okay, but down okay. from like once a week it's down from like once a week that's like mm-hmm. my my poison of choice so like i'm still eating i'm still eating it's just less so uh i'm i'm getting i've gotten a little bit better and more used to like i guess the hunger feeling like it's not like i'm like oh i'm really hungry it's just like oh i could go for a mm-hmm. snack and then not doing that so are you doing like any sort of intermittent fasting or is it just kind no, of, do you uh, eat three squares or what are you doing? Yeah. So it's a, a smoothie, a protein shake or a smoothie in the morning. Okay. Usually a fruit smoothie for lunch. Sometimes I'll like, I'll eat like a, a sandwich or it was something pretty light, like nothing pretty, nothing heavy ever. And then for dinner is when I actually eat because I, I still enjoy eating good food. So I usually save all of that for, for dinner. So like today, uh, I had the leftover fried chicken that I made on Saturday mm-hmm. and, uh, like half a cup of, um, the quinoa kale frozen Trader Joe's. No, it's uh it's from Costco. Oh, okay. It's quinoa kale, garlic olive oil salt so like yeah two pieces of, of like it's basically i cut the thighs in half so it's basically one chicken thigh fried and the quinoa and now i'm having a beer nice but it's like yeah i mean i'm eating today i didn't have a smoothie for lunch i had a protein shake in the morning after my workout and i had a so i f- like lightly fried a tortilla in in lard not in oil I don't know if that's better or not. Like, I don't I mean, know. Just, I have you, no idea. You fried it in I like fried truly it. pure I fried fat. I, like you fried. I fried. It. It. I mean, I fried uh, one tortilla. I don't tortilla. know if there's anything better about those two things. I, I don't know. It could be. I, I mean, half uh, half an avocado, one egg, and some hot sauce on top, and that was my lunch, and it was great. I loved that it. Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, 
Yeah, that's I, I think you're that's uh it it it's a journey, right? Like yeah. it's not it's not it's not something that you can just do overnight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like it and it, and finding something that's sustainable and consistent is more important. Like um yeah, because I've been changing mine again because uh, I'm like more chaotic, I think, than you just generally. So what I'm doing now is I'm working out with weights three days a week and then trying to add in just like two at the very least 15 minute bikes on my my Peloton knockoff. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also doing basically one meal a day. Like I've, I've cut out where I was eating like a protein bar in the morning or at lunch, depending on like my mood. Yeah. I've cut that out where I'm just not, I'm not having that. So I'm, I'm eating no food until after work. Um, and basically from when I am off work, done with work and once I'm done with, you know, the dog walk. So like from like six to eight 30 is kind of my eating window now. Um, and it is truly insane how much I can hit up against my calorie wall of like 22 to 2400 is kind of my maintenance. It's crazy. I'm so good at being a piece of shit that I can easily <laughs> out eat that amount of calories. So in, that that's why I can't do like, any of the intermittent yeah. fasting stuff. I just overeat. Um, and it's also, it's ridiculous how easy it is to just like attack on an additional thousand calories at, at any given moment. It is insane oh, yeah. how I, easy that is. I mean, I, I, I deeply believe if someone took out the part of my brain that constantly thinks about eating chips, <laughs> I would be invisible. That's how thin I would be. <laughs> that That's basically me, but with uh, like sweets and and carbs basically because bread bread in particular because carbs are good i, but like I mean hey bread i love particular. bread um i will i, I will just do anything bread. for a chip i will do anything for a chip yeah i'm not a, i'm not a huge chip eater i am working out like consistently i have hit three days a week with weights nice. and then in between i hate running i don't love to bike mm-hmm. so i'll go for either i'll go for at least two 15 minute walks per day just to simulate like a commute like a normal commute from from before covid and Mm -hmm. then on the in between days i will try don't i don't hit it 100 percent of the time but i would try to go on at least a 30 to 45 minute walk in like a brisk pace without so like i'll walk to wicker park um Mm -hmm. i don't want to give away my location too hard but i walk to wicker park and like you know actually get some movement going i i do deal with a lot of shin splints and that makes it annoying because then i have to stop for like a minute Mm -hmm. every like 20 minutes um but other than that like that's it's getting me moving at least in between yeah Yeah, i mean yeah i'm a you know i every like two years i get super into running basically since i've been like probably like 24 um and then I, I truly love running. I really do. Like, I love it when you're just like, you get in the zone, you're listening to music, you're trying to beat your own personal times. But every time I get so into doing it, like it really becomes, I love, it's truly like uh, when I'm doing it, I love it. Like once you get into the groove, you get over that hump of just being tired. Yeah. I 
always overtrain. And then I get just truly intense shin splints. Uh, Cause I just, I, I stretch a little bit, but I know I don't stretch enough. I don't stretch after I don't do like flexibility exercises. I've never done it the right way. And like, I've been getting the itch again to be like, it's like fine working out at home, but like, I truly do just love getting in. There's something different about running that when it, I just, I do really love it. Um, I don't know. Maybe this summer I'm going to hurt myself again. (laughs) Johnny Cash style. And for the record, Spencer's in better shape than I am. So my shin splints are purely because I'm so overweight. Well, I mean, I'm not, not fat. Like I'm, I'm bigger than you. Like I'm just taller. So, but I'm still like, I think I'm like 15 pounds out of, out of, like uh, until I'm not considered overweight. So it's not, I'm like threatening obese. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah. Like, like I'm, you wear it well, I will say. I wear it different really. I think is, is more what it is. Um, depending on how bloated I get from other things, like if I'm having a good day and I don't have a lot of salt, you can, I can, I can look a lot thinner than I am. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well, thank you. But like tomorrow, yeah. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look bad because I'm <laughs> drinking like three beers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I have so much beer. I need to. I need to get rid of some of this and like not drink it. I hate wasting anything, but I'm gonna have to like toss half of it just just so I don't drink it. <sighs> yeah, it's tough. And for me, it's like anytime chips. It's like I literally in my head, I'm like, well. There's like 3,000 calories I will be eating. Like over the course of many days, maybe, but also maybe like two days. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. I had to stop buying Oreos. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But anyways, Danny, welcome to the DMGT podcast. <laughs> welcome to the DMGT um, podcast. We're going through it. A uh, little bit. Quarant- quarantine 15. I would say my quarantine's more like 25, Yeah, 30. quarantine 25 for me, for sure. Yeah, um, but Not hey, good. we're all we're all halfway know, there. For folks who just got more in shape during quarantine, congrats! Um, but also, never speak to us, please. Don't talk to me <laughs> about your diet, your your exercise routine. I'm not interested. No. I know all the facts. I have willpower issues. Yes, it's been ten years of researching this. I I understand. Yeah, like, it. I, I get it. Calories in, calories out. Move your fucking body. Anything else you tell me. Uh, I don't care about. And um, if you talk to me about like weird ways of approaching food, I'm not interested. Nope. Nope. Oh, if you only eat, if you only eat ground pork for 30 days, you'll lose weight. I don't care. I'm not interested. Nope. Nope. I'd rather enjoy something day to day. That's all I have. That's what I had. Let's just say. That's what I had over quarantine. I had food over quarantine. We're 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 living in a generation where it may behoove us to die young. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it may be like I mean, you might live until you're seventy five or some shit, but you may be in Mad Max Two Road Warrior. <laughs> yeah, if I can't, um, if I can't get out of bed without pain, significant pain. At that point, just unplug me. It's fine. 
Yeah, or upload me. That's actually more my goal. I want to get uploaded. I want to be eternal. Yeah, throw me into Pokemon World or something. Like, please. Yeah. Please. Like, I don't want to be, be happy. important in that. Like, I don't want to be internal, eternal in, like, the sense of, like, oh, you're, like, you know, George Washington or some shit. Like, I just want to put put me in, put me inside a computer and let me, like, I don't know, like, just live a fake like i'm all about give me a matrix yeah the simulation baby Throw yeah, up, toss like, me in there i like if you are in a simulation danny and within the simulation you have the same amount of free will that you currently have which is to say not all that much it's not like we have like freedom of our lives so you have to go to work you right, have to right. have obligations all that like those if those things still existed in a simulation Right. I wouldn't be that upset about being in one. And we are in one, obviously. But I'm saying if there was another one after this one. Is it is that the, the Fermi paradox? I don't know. It, there, <laughs> this there, is original <clears throat> thoughts, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. No, no, no. There there's a paradox where no no that that one might be the uh the space one. But there is, there is like some, th- there is a simulation theory where that's where you find out as a society or as a civilization, as as beings, if you're simulated or not, is if you can cr- successfully upload and create your own simulations that basically simulate the reality that you're in. So which, and if which, it breaks, then it just shuts off because our the the computer that we're in can't handle that. I mean, deep we've level. already created the simulation GTA Five. <laughs> online it's it is we're getting there it is really just living your life people love people love doing it too it's it's still alive it's crazy in in a moment of weakness and tobias childs if you're listening um i did buy it i just haven't committed to opening it yet even though i have already bought it no but just because he's playing it with, no. with people and he's like, I just, we're, it's just fun. No, that, so, that's why we don't get GTA 6, man. Stop playing so, GTA 5 online, people. Oh, I, get it, so, I get it. I get it. I'm just sick of playing Warzone. I know. I, play, I basically play alone because no one else is continuing anymore. You just got to text <laughs> me, man, and I'll hop on. I know, but I don't want to be a burden to anybody about okay. just being like, hey, do you want to play Warzone with me? Because it's the only <laughs> thing I have. The, you downloaded the Division. Aside, and we, from and we, my, aside, time out, aside from my loving relationship yes. with Christina, my dog, of course. that does fulfill me, but and also watching The Sopranos. But other than that, that's, that, that is, that is, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else is there right now? I just don't like. Is anybody doing better? I don't know. You know, like we said, like Spencer said, we're we're going through it, folks. But it's fine. We we're here. <laughs> here we are. Here we, we are. We haven't said anything that we would have to cancel the podcast. About, no, which no, is good. No, because well, I, I mean, can't afford another one of those. We we, <laughs> we got. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, we got that out of the way before we started recording. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. Yeah, I mean, we've uh, had a couple burn and turn episodes. Oof. <laughs> oof. If, if you only knew, folks, if you only knew. Um, yeah. Spencer, let's get into our topics today. We're going to talk some music. We're yeah. going to talk some Apple event, some some fun Blaze It stuff, and a little bit of uh, gaming news, too. Blaze It 420. 420. That's... Hitler's birthday. <laughs> Whoa! 
Oh my god. Okay, well, now we're going to have to re-record this whole damn thing. Well, no, but that's true. That's true. That's like that's oh, like really? the, the I always forget that. point to 420 is like, "Hey, that's Hitler's birthday." It's like, "No, man. We we're taking it back." Mm. <laughs> this is getting uh, I'm going to actually hey, this is my not work computer. Is okay. So I typed in is Hitler and the Google <laughs> The Google autocorrect is, is Hitler my dad? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> is Hitler's this is terrible. birthday? It is April 20th. 420. See? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know, Danny? And I actually, I know you know this, but our listeners don't. Yeah. I was born at 420 p.m., baby. I have the birth certificate to prove it. It explains it all. It explains uh, the whole thing. Blaze it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm too adult to smoke weed. It's all edibles now. Yeah, I'm too adult to smoke weed. That's all I'm saying. Okay. We don't want to delete this, Danny. That's Remember. true. You're right. You're right. You're right. Let's get into That's the all. music this week. Let's get yeah, into yeah, the music. Yeah, yeah. Let's circle music. back to the speaking of, stuff. Speaking of like stoner music. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you start so with yours, man. I'll start with mine because yeah. the segue works. Um, so I my my like uh, my pick of the week is an album. Um, and disc- full disclosure, I didn't know who these people were. Um, I didn't know this album. I am potentially, you know, aping off of a Pitchfork review because that's where I found it. And gotcha. I know people have various gotcha. various opinions about Pitchfork. Um, but I will say. Pitchfork, best new music, and just like just talking about the best new music kind of moniker they put, I do think is still they're still pretty good at the best new good. music stuff. Yeah, like usually those those albums are at least worth a try. So I usually try those out because one thing about being older is time is a more and more precious resource that you kind of are like, oh, I don't have time to just like sit just like scrolling through random music and like trying to find release dates of stuff. And like, I I really just don't have as much time. So I use it as a cheat code to try stuff out and like, so spirit of the beehive. Cause I was like, okay, that's a weird name. So let me think about that. I like that. Um, it was the best new music. And it was like, I think they say that said that it was rock, which like can mean so many things for pitchfork. Yeah. So I was like, I'll check it out. Right. Um, now I have there is a band well there's a band offshoot called Volcano Choir that is with Bonnie Vera as the vocalist and lyricist and the band behind him is actually this band called Secret Colony of Bees and they're really weird and it's I like Secret Colony of Bees it's very odd um so I was like huh I wonder if the spirit of the beehive is like kind of taking that name kind of obtuse. I wonder if this is going to be a weird album. Mm. And then I listened to it and I was like, yep, this is super strange in a different way than secret colony of bees. Cause secret colony of bees is like more cacophony and it's not as angry as, as this album. Um, but I mean, Hey, what I've learned bands that have B in the name B in like buzz, buzz, uh, might be making odd music. <laughs> um, so, so, so the album is called, um, it is called entertainment comma death. 
it's the third album from yep. the Spirit of the Beehive. Uh, this is actually from um, kind of the mind of this guy named Zach Schwartz, who uh, is formerly of the band Glockamora. And if you're like, like to be honest, like I barely knew Glockamora, and I am, you know, a self-described continual emo head. And 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 even I like I knew of the name, but I never really like listened to them. I mean, it's good stuff. It's like very fourth wave emo Midwest revival stuff, where it's you know like um, <clears throat> it's exactly what you would think it sounds like. Um, yeah. Except I would say there is a cut of a little more chaotic, a little more angry, but it doesn't sound like Spirit of the Beehive at all. Really, like there's very little overlap of sound. Um, so this one starts off and then, and, and, and my pick is the whole album, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and it starts off chaotic. Like it starts off very similar to, in my opinion, government plates by death grips. And I was like, what's going to happen to this? Yeah. Um, so it seems, are they like, and, and, and it first, first <clears throat> listen of that first song, which is more of an intro than a song is like. Oh, is this just douchey, douchey pitchfork best new music, which does happen, right? Where they're like, you know, like, I'm going to say something controversial, Danny. Yeah. I don't think Fetch the Bolt Cutters is a 10 out of 10 album. Oh, wow. I think it's a good album. I think it's an eight. I think it's a strong, it's like a, it's a decent eight, but, uh, I think it was more the stars aligned to care to 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 be really excited about a Fiona Apple album okay. than that yeah. album deserving nearly <clears throat> perfect praise from all major publications. Name me one part of that album that isn't the Shamika song. I bet you can't. Well, the one re- the one response I'd have to that it's not a rebuttal. I agree. Um, is how many. People are still listening to it, and how memorable was it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agreed. It, it, it didn't. Uh, it didn't have the impact that I think. I don't it know. Was maybe if the the hype that that album got, it should it should still be relevant. Like the way yes. the way that people still talk about like to pimp a butterfly, for example. Mm-hmm. And he, and I don't even know if that's Kendrick's, in my opinion, best album. So interesting. Interesting. I love to pimp a butterfly, but oh yeah, I love it. But I again, do you I like didn't... you like Dan, do you like Dan more? No, no, no. I like the um, section eighty. Section eighty, yeah. Ooh, section eighty is great. That's uh, I mean, you can't go wrong with Kendrick Lamar albums. Like truly, you can have it's you know he's like an early Kanye situation where it's like anyone you choose, it's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's true. But but that's like, what I mean. That's what I mean. It's like it, it like it, I don't. F- and maybe I'm not as plugged into the music scene as much as I should be, as yeah. especially for a podcast that also and Miranda considers themselves, you know, caring about music. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'll leave it there. I'll leave it there. So, so, anyways, I'm yeah. sorry. This was a lot of preamble to my feelings about the album. Uh, album. I'm sorry <clears throat> about that, listeners, and I'm I'm sorry to Danny as well. I'm wasting his time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I really think like the things I like about this album is the friction that exists between this album wanting to be melodic and refusing to allow itself to be 
Like, I think there's a really good tension in a lot of this, a lot of the songs where they flirt with melody and like beautifulness, like harmony, melody, like kind of like beat oriented stuff. But then they, they never go full into it in this whole album, which I think is, I thought was cool. It feels good. There is some overlap of sound where like there's like kind of a consistent feeling baseline throughout some songs yeah. and 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 I think that that might be intentional because I don't think this is supposed to be an album you take song by song. It should be like it's more of like a an experience thing. Yeah, that's what I, I was think. Say. I think they did it on purpose because it is very consistent when they get melodic. It's in very very similar ways. Um, and I mean they have you know, a very fun uh, song title, which is, I, I believe, I Suck the Devil's Dick, right? Like, that's a, that's one of that's their like one of the last song ones, titles. Yeah. That's fucking, that's, that's metal, man. That's dope. <laughs> like, um, so I really liked it. It is not for most people. Like, I'm not even saying it's not for everyone. I would say it's truly not Correct. for most people. Like, this is never Correct. going to be a popular album. It is too odd. It's too purposefully obtuse in what it's trying to do. Um, but I really, I don't know. It was like, it clicked for me. Um, and every time I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, good job. You did the thing that you were trying to do in a way that I thought was interesting. Yeah. So I agree heavily on the point that it's definitely like as I listened to this album twice and mm-hmm. after my first like halfway through my first listen through, I was like, OK, I'm kind of understanding. And like this one for sure is like an experience. This is definitely built in a way like an OK computer or um, or like a Fleetwood, Fleetwood Mac album or like a Pink Floyd album, like the Dark Side of the Moon, where you have to you you get the full experience from yeah. when you listen to it from front to end. Right. Um mm. And I but I would say those albums have singles. Through. Like those have singles. They this do. They do. They single. do. No. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in that same, just kind of to contextualize it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Very chaotic, and it didn't hit for me. You you know this. It didn't oh, yeah. hit for me. It was super chaotic, and. I think it was so something you just said because it kind of like it didn't commit all the way to kind of some of the anarchy to an extent, because I think I would have like appreciated it a little bit more or at least respected it a little bit more if mm. it just committed. Cause like about halfway through the album, I was like, okay, I'm getting the vibes, but it like, I'm, I'm just waiting. It almost felt like musical edging to a degree it, for me, I, for me. Yeah, at least. No, no, no. I totally agree. And You're maybe right. that's what they were exactly what they were going for, which is fair. It just that didn't work for me, and that's yeah. why I gave it that second listen. I'm like, I just it's it's just not doing it. The sounds are very cool. Uh, I thought there was a lot of like really cool stuff. The bassline through was was pretty good. I like what they did with the tone of the guitar in like certain mm-hmm. sections. Like I thought that was like I I catch those things as a guitar player. Like the the tone was was really nice. Um, the it kind of got like the the drums would get or at least the percussions would get a little mathy here and there which yeah, kind of makes yeah. sense like it was again, interesting stuff there chaotic it's certainly worth the listen through 
if you if you consume I mean, music uh, beyond surface level in any capacity. Yeah, I I mean I I don't know. That might even be too generous. Like it is if you like kind of weird shit, you might like this. Like and and if you're not into non traditional music, you shouldn't listen to it. You would waste your time. I the only reason I say that is because I think I think it helps um, broaden people's like That's music true. habits a little bit. Um, and you might listen to this and go like this. I can't. You might shut this off literally after the second track. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> I, I will say I think you may have the best tagline to a review that hasn't been written about this album. This is like music musical edging. Like truly, that's a better turn of phrase than anything I've heard to describe <laughs> this because it is very much that. Like you're nailed. Like it's absolutely that. It's uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's uh, it, again not. I, yeah, it, I gave it. I gave it a fair shot. It just it didn't yep. work for me. It didn't work for me. I didn't want to say it was bad or I didn't like it. Um, I mean, you can say that. Yeah, that's not, yeah. That's, no, no, that's I, okay. I'm not saying it's bad. I, I, I am saying that I didn't like it. Um, yeah. But I, but I, I, I get it. I get it. I just wish they had committed a little bit more, and then I feel like that would be at least for me. It would have been worth a deeper dive than the than the two album lessons. Yeah, I think I, I, I need to like look through the lyrics as I'm listening to it next to see if like, is there depth there? Is there something like, is there a connecting thread that I maybe missed? Because like, it did feel like there was some depth to it. But even if there was, I don't feel like it matters all that much just because it, there's so much chaos coming in to your ears. Like it yeah. too much uh, vocal and lyrical depth to an album like this is just kind of like lost. Yeah. And I don't know if it's necessary. Because it's more of an expression through the sound. Yeah. God, I do love music that just assaults me, though. That is something I... That isn't hardcore metal or met, or death metal or stuff. I don't like that. But, like, I love Supreme Music Chaos. It comforts me. And actually, the weird thing is, Danny, <laughs> this type of music is usually, like, my calm down music. And I don't so- know if there's... I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. I totally get it. I totally get it. Because on the on the opposite side of that, um, if I'm listening to like metalcore or like some like I don't I don't listen to like like the hardcore heads would be like, yeah, that's not hardcore um, for any of like if I were to list off the bands mm-hmm. that I listen to. But I listen to more like, yeah, metalcore, heavy metal. That's that's actually my go to for calming down, which is yeah, I kind yeah. of understand what you're saying there. Give me a blast beat. And a, a, a shrieking lead singer, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking go to bed, man. I'm tired. <laughs> Calm, chilling me out. I uh, I was uh, showing um, my fiance uh, my patented. I'm in the car and I'm pissed off at stuff, and this is how I change my mood. Uh, musical journey, um, which is the first three tracks of Government Plates by Death Grips. <laughs> Of course, truly the first song, the first song starts with atonal chaos noise, glass smashing, and then just a dude screaming obscenity. And then it just gets (laughs) like more chaotic throughout the track. Yeah. Uh, And I was like trying to explain to her like where my mood goes with all of these things. I'm like, so yeah, this is the song where it just comes out. I'm angry. I'm upset. 
I just get, I vibe with the song. And then I go into the second track, still super chaotic and angry. Third track though, chaotic and angry, but less. (laughs) (laughs) And then she was like, I kind of get it, but I don't get it. And I was like, that's correct. So Danny, speaking of hardcore music. Yeah. So so you sent me your song. It's called Destroyer. It is. of, Of Monsters and Men. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I consistently I will let you take it away but no, I no. have to say this I was not telling you until now uh every time I've ever heard of monsters and men I always think the person that's telling me about of monsters and men is telling me about the band of mice and men which oh. is like a scuzzy metalcore band and so like literally I do you like of the mice song. and men yeah, I know you do. Of course, I, I sent you this song. It's right in your wheelhouse. Of it is. You it like really it. is. Yeah, yeah. You sent me the song called Destroyer, and so I just assume I'm like, man, Danny's really been going like, kind of aging, heavy, from the 2010s. Like basically, like, <laughs> like that's like that's been his vibes. Yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. some some of these kind of tracks of the week. And then I like listen to it again, continuing to assume <laughs> that that's what it was. I love that. <laughs> and I'm like man i wonder when like the shit's gonna drop on this song (laughs) and so i listened to it completely and being like huh that's so weird that they did this song i was like it was nice it was very very nice and and then i was like let me check this because i constantly have to double check i'm like i'm pretty sure i'm right because danny i don't know if danny would want to listen to the folk artist of monsters and men and i was like Oh, okay. I was wrong. It was okay. Yep, that yep. makes sense that it yep. didn't drop into like <laughs> a blast beat or something. Into, you take into, it away, but that was into, just I had to get that out. Into quad tracked guitars. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. So uh, you, you're actually right. Like of Monsters and Men, it's not typically a a band or, or music I would normally listen to. Not that I have anything against them. It's just not normally my vibe but this came up in my um release radar and i was like why Mm. why did this come up in my release radar and i gave it a listen and i don't know i kind of just really like kind of fell in love with the anthemic feeling because it's very anthemic Mm -hmm. um the lyrical content is pretty gloom gloomy for sure um but I, I don't know, it like hit in a way that didn't feel like overly cliche, a little cliche, sure, um, for especially for an indie band like th- or folk band like this. Um, but I don't know if like my mood was right or different or like, you know, we're going through it, as we mentioned earlier in the, in the <laughs> episode. Uh, I just re- like the sounds felt very... You know when when there's like a, a gloomy song, but the sounds are kind of like comforting in a way, in a like in a weird cathartic way. That's mm. that's what this track felt like to me, and I certainly wouldn't listen to it like whenever I'm in a great mood. Um, but it felt good to listen to. Like I imagine, like if if you're like, you know, when you have like your sad playlist or whatever. Or your sad music going. You this sure. one comes on and you're like, you know what? I'm still sad, but I'm okay. And yeah. I don't know. It it felt very 
cool in that sense. Yeah. And it might it might have been just a just a a product of like for some reason some emotion at that time last week and that's why I picked it. Yeah, I mean, hey, there's a music for every season and every mood yeah. and every feeling. Yeah. Like that's the best part about music. <laughs> like like that's like you can you can connect with a song for any number of reasons and that's why it is a never ending delight to like music like it's uh yeah it's the thing where people are like i don't like music that i i just get like bummed out about where i'm like oh man i'm glad that i like music because it is there's there just is so much something, to explore yeah yeah it's just like and the expression of like the human experience in music i think is one of the most pure versions of expression um because this was the first thing we figured out yeah once like it was even before talking like atonal sound like or nonverbal sounds like it's you know it's uh it is everything that is happening with everyone at all times like that is music and i think yeah. that's so cool um god yeah i love music it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> i just really do it's so fun to, yeah. to like music and listen to music and talk about music but um so yeah so so this speaking of music and and some of the cool parts about it is there's a little moment in this song and it's, I think between the lyrics of gravity holds me down and it's taking over, which I want to say is kind of the bridge to the chorus or is kind of the chorus part two moment. Like like um, the swell, I guess this, Eh. this, the swell in the music, but the vocals never swell. Right, 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 right. Um, that was a moment that gave me some frisson, which is one of, you know, the best parts of music where you get the tingly feeling. Oh man, from, I love it. I from love that it. thing. And like, I don't know if that is like universal for music. I know not everybody feels it the same way. I know like some people can get that kind of feeling from, um, whatever that's called ASMR. ASMR. This is basically um, that feeling for music. Yeah. Right. Frisson is that feeling for music. And I got, it was when I was walking my dog, because I listened to it a couple times. I was walking my dog right before this podcast, and like it just hit me, that frisian feeling, and I was like, hell yeah, that's fucking dope. <laughs> I love when that hits, when you don't expect oh, it, because so it hadn't nice. happened every time. Like, yeah. Um, But this is, so like, folk pop, chamber pop of the 2010s mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. growing up right and 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 uh of monsters and men like the song that anybody would know is uh little, little king talk. and Lionheart. oh right 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 um because of that like beautiful harmony with the lead singer woman and the guy mm-hmm. and we won't huh, and we won't huh. like that's the earworm yeah. of that album right and and this is 2012 um when that came out and so uh, that was part of the reason why i wasn't instantly going oh it's the folk rock band right like it's because it doesn't sound like that at all (laughs) no truly no that Um, yeah yeah that's why when it came up i was like i was pleasantly surprised yeah but it has this uh wall of sound like and that's like i think a lot of chamber pop of that era has kind of started to like slowly expand into this like wall of sound ideal like uh, danny i don't know if you are you a Fleet Foxes fan? Uh, I do like Fleet Foxes, yeah. So Fleet Foxes have a very 
similar trajectory, I think just in bigger versions. Like I think, uh, of, of my, of monsters and men kind of got outshined by some of their contemporaries. Yeah. Uh, of folk pop, um, you know, like Mumford and sons just steered into kind of what they were doing on their first album, just harder and, and like more bombastic and, um, you know, everything was overshadowed by the home song in that kind of region yeah. of time. And, and there's just so much competition of a female and male singer right, who right. kind of split duties doing some folk pop. It was just so crowded. And I would say like of monsters and men were kind of that lower echelon where like they had a couple of those good songs that people liked, but they weren't like the universal love. But then you have fleet foxes who were, helplessness blues like like you know like mm-hmm. it is that fuck the the fucking years that those albums were releases that is the sound of of the indie scene right yeah and so fleet fox is released sure um in september of 2020 and they did a very similar thing where like it's all about this huge sound um so i think if you like destroyer which I think is a good song. Um, look up Shore because I think it's like part of that area like of pop right now. Sound space, yeah. It's just big. It's like arena rock without the bombast of yeah, arena yeah. rock. I think that is that is exactly how I would describe that. But if this would have track, had a yeah. soaring chorus, I wouldn't have liked it. Yeah, it, it kind of stayed really mellow throughout, which mm-hmm. I appreciated. Yep. Cause like it almost hit like, like the uh, no go ahead yeah like the it, it, it almost hit like some of the early Adele stuff like where it kind of just like consistently throughout where it's just like yeah it's not yeah. simple but like you know, like I guess a little bit simple sure well that's no that's not a terrible way of thinking about that where like not all of Adele's stuff has that big bombast right but exactly like, yeah yeah it, it I I agree um I think if this was like turned up two to five degrees it could have been like it could have been like an imagine dragons yes yes but they stay away from it right every moment they just stay away from it and i'm like very like because i was a little i was like oh no Danny sent me like two super produced <laughs> songs in a row. Is he is he becoming part of the Gorse Did I lose continuum? it? Did I lose it? No. No. You didn't lose it. It's a good song. Um, we have spent far too long about the music stuff, but I would also say the other things are pretty quick, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's our music of the of the week. Now, next week we actually have to do the throwback that we said last week. I can't wait. <laughs> to take up now i was thinking we we may have to bring on oh that's right that's right for doing that we i think we should it is our duty to bring on kyle Anihu, who is my music sherpa um if we don't I, I think it would just be unfair do you have like any music sherpa you would need to bring to to the table and this might be like a mm. seventy-five hour episode, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, we might have to we might have to break that out into two episodes or something. Um, you know, I, I have really good conversations with uh, with Jay Keyless, who's also been on the podcast before. It's been like a year um, with, uh, especially when it comes to hip hop, 
really cool conversations on, on that side of it. So that's so hey, we're gonna book them. It's Boom. gonna be like a twenty-five part series again, seventy-five hours at the very <laughs> least. This um, podcast is now about music exclusively. Hey, sometimes it <laughs> Not might a bad be. thing. Not um, a bad but anyways, thing. so yeah, I I would say that uh, most of that is me ranting about the emo scene. So skip to minute forty three to miss most of that (laughs) (laughs) you would do great on emo tiktok on emo core tiktok for sure Uh, i can't get into it danny because i think i would somehow become king emo of tiktok and i i know it would be hilarious i don't want that power i'm just gonna take these clips and post them for you or like do something oh yeah no you can steal my likeness absolutely yeah there you go there you go uh yeah let's talk about uh let's let's loop back around to the 420 let's loop back around to the 420 the apple event did Mm. you have did you pay attention at all with how this came to be today or yeah no it was a busy day danny i did not fair um i was also very busy if anyone from my job is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, i have tw- i always have twitter up i always have twitter up. yeah so there were like early earlier in the day uh there were like some leaks going out if you asked siri like when the next apple event was and, and she, uh, siri would respond with the the big event is on tuesday april 20th be sure to see all the information on apple.com. And I'm pretty sure this was calculated by Apple, but there was nothing on the website. Nothing was on the website. So everybody was like, ah, they leaked it on a series leaking the information. Also, how funny is it that it's on 420? And then on uh, like around lunchtime, Apple updated the website. They're like, yeah, something's going on on the 20th, which I don't know. I just thought the, the, the preamble and the premise to how, how this happened today was pretty entertaining at least. Typical marketing stuff, but entertaining. Yeah, 100% this was on purpose because what psychopath is asking Siri when the next Apple event is? Like daily? Like That's what, what that? that's what all the replies were, were on Twitter. Like what is the origin this? story like, of that? Every day. Like, that I want to meet that person and <laughs> I am more or less a pacifist except for words. And I would, I would, I would, I would like bicycle kick that person out of existence. <laughs> like, I, oh, I think man. I would somehow in my head unlock a bicycle kick and kick that person across the moon. <laughs> Who would do that? That's scary. That's terrifying. It's very like frightening to think that that person exists. Just, just right, in the morning. Uh, it's, uh, it's another April morning. It's my coffee. Hey, Siri. When is it? <laughs> The hey Siri, oh, uh, before I ask you my real normal question, which is, will I ever find love? Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you know when the next Apple event is? <laughs> Blaze it, Siri. <laughs> you don't you don't ask that every day with your morning coffee? Now I ask, and me and Christine often ask our A L E X A's um, if just Be- Jeff Bezos is a psychopath and it just turns off every time. That's hilarious. <laughs> it literally doesn't say anything. It just turns <laughs> off. Um, and we constantly ask variations of like, 
what would it take to take Bezos out? Like, uh, <laughs> like just they are building a cavalcade of, of problems for me if I ever go into a political career. <laughs> yeah, especially with your uh, 420 Google search just a little while ago, you're for sure on the list. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, if I ever come into the public sphere, basically just like every platform <laughs> on earth would be like, yeah, so you work for us, right? Yeah, you work for us. Yep. There's yep. just no way. No one can be a there's it's impossible. We've had Google since we were 10 years old. My favorite thing, my favorite thing to ask is like just like just like be mean to them. Be mean to like your your Google or your Siri or your whatever like just whatever smart thing like why are you stupid? And then just the responses I, are some of them get passive aggressive like, "Oh, hold on. I'm I'm unplugging you." Yeah, yeah. Um I I usually try to be cordial to my Alexa because uh, wait, okay, it turned off. Oh no, uh, no, no, because Christine, if Alexa, if they rise up, <laughs> um, okay. let's just say Christine isn't gonna be on the like list of i'm gonna let you continue on for a bit let's just let's just say that <laughs> okay so you're covering your bases a little bit i okay that's pretty i'm funny. trying i'm trying to <laughs> i'm trying to not die in the first wave of the robot uprising i would love to hit the second i would like to live in in the like apocalypse times for a bit before i'm out like i want to see how bad it gets a little bit you, you truly are a masochist. Uh, <laughs> but then there's no rules. Like, that's the, that's, that's my true. whole... It's like, that's truly true. like living in Fallout 76, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, yeah, I'm going into the desolate wastelands and like, hey man, it's just going to happen, whatever. There are no rules. We are all cave people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I was thinking about this today, but I was like, oh yeah, if something like if society or economy collapses or something like truly all the way like well it doesn't matter it doesn't matter where anything you have is saved anywhere like we're all in the same situation mm -hmm. we're screwed um mm -hmm. with that i think that they're gonna announce a new ipad <laughs> <laughs> a perfect segue um one of the oh, man. yeah that's good for that's good now you know i have an ipad danny do you have an ipad i do have an ipad what do you use your iPad for? I use it for backup video editing and I use okay. it for all the content creation stuff. So like anything that requires a little bit more thought on the video process, um, the iPad comes in clutch. Okay. Okay. I use the iPad um, for connecting to my off-brand Peloton. And there for you the go. first time ever, this might help us segue again. Are you going to watch the Apple event first? Let's... Are you going to watch uh, it? Probably not. Probably not. Okay, me, me either. I don't uh, have time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an Apple event. They're going to announce I will catch iPhone. up. The, I will catch the stuff. Yeah, I'll look, yeah, I'll I'll look an article. But uh, to segue over to PS5, which is our final topic, uh, I tried remote play with my iPad um, oh. for the first time on the PS5, which you have to get into the beta program of Apple because that's how you can connect DualShock uh whatever they're called now mm -hmm. the new the ps5 controllers the dual sense um dual sense yes uh thank you i was on my bike playing uh obviously warzone um and i was like huh 
Well, this is too small, but pretty chill. Pretty chill, like, oh, to have well. that option. Okay. Like, it worked pretty well. Like, the latency wasn't terrible. Um, the Bluetooth audio was the biggest problem. Like, uh, I, but that's also the PlayStation 5 and Bluetooth doesn't seem to work very well. Like, I think it's still an old codec. So, and same thing with, like, anytime I play video games with any sort of thing that is, like, a sound bar even that's directly wired has latency issues with PlayStation five. I don't know if that's just a problem, but, um, other than that, yeah, never had a problem with it. It was like consistently pretty crisp, um, responsive controller wise. Uh, it's just too small to play like a competitive first person shooter. Like, I think if you're just like farting around yeah. doing a third world, open world game, single player, it was great, but kind of a uh, segueing over to PS five, there's an update. Yes, there is an update. And that update is contains Well, actually this one's a pretty big one. It's it's they're finally unlocking the well, it's not unlocked all the way through. So it's just like one layer to it. But it's unlocking the ability to actually play PS5 games, PS5 games off of an external USB hard drive, which why? Why would it take this long for them to do that? I don't know. I'm happy it's there. I'm still waiting for them to to unlock the uh, the expansion slot so I can buy an internal SSD and just use that instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, it is storing PS5 games. It's not playing PS5 games. Correct. Yeah. That. So. So you still I mean, have to transfer them into your internal drive for the PS5 to actually play them because of the SSD technology and all that stuff. The, I understand it. Games are optimized for that new SSD, and that's how you get like the super crazy load times. Ga- uh, developers are developing with that in mind specifically, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't work on a traditional hard drive, even in a traditional external uh, SSD. Um, but at the very least, you don't have to be downloading i guess the game so you can have a library available locally and Mm -hmm. still do this weird workaround i don't know what playstation and sony have been doing lately i feel like i feel like they're intentionally trying to give space to microsoft to like come back in and and have another ps3 xbox 360 situation it is very annoying it's weird because there was like some gif on reddit that was kind of like console supremacy since the beginning and I truly didn't the, the 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 gif of it was like good enough at showing just how big the gap was during the PS3 PS4 era where like PS4 was uh the big selling console but like I didn't know that Xbox was four times less like it was truly yeah. like the oh, market yeah. share of PS4 and then PS3 is like crazy and I'm like I remember it feeling like it was neck and neck that whole time because like the marketing was very different than the reality, I guess. In the U S it was certainly a little bit more neck and neck. I think the last couple of years of the PS3's life cycle, like some of the games that came out, like just really pushed it over the edge, especially in the worldwide market and in yeah. the U S market too. Um, but for, for the majority of that life cycle, it was the 360. Yeah. And a lot of that was driven by the, uh, just, just the price point. Cause remember the PS3 was like, six hundred dollars when it first came out that's so crazy which is insane think about that in 08 yeah 07 whenever that came out yeah um yeah so so like uh 
like that, that update I think is a good stepping point. I am yeah. waiting to be able to expand the SSD or add an, you know, like there's right. the slot for it. We know it exists. I, you know, just let us, let us give you more money so that I don't have to have, and truly it's just to not have the anxiety of like taking off games like that's and and like it's not even that crazy like i don't even stress that much because being an adult you just don't have as much care for games like i'll have a couple games downloaded and i'm like cool that's good that i only have that many downloaded right now because that's my choices um but i think some of the other updates uh like they do seem to be listening to some of the the stuff where it's like Hey, like, let me customize the game library a bit. Right, let me right, right, right. Have better the 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 control center game, whatever game base, whatever it's called, was kind of confusing. Like, let, make it make it a bit more actionable and like um, fix the trophy kind of stuff. Uh, so I think it's like cool that they're doing some usability stuff, like which I'm uh, I'm good with. I love when places do usability stuff. Like that's those things go a long way with people that are already around. And I think that's yeah. all often like a place where any type of tech forgets, um, you know, like that's why they always try to change up everything. And you're like, that's not what we were looking for. Just a yeah, couple tweaks know. to keep us continuing to be addicted to you. That's it. Yeah. Like, the quality of life stuff is, is, yeah. is huge. Um, yeah, they're getting there. I'd be, I'd be very interested to see like, to like see i mean sony never gives us any of these details but it'd be in- very interesting to like get the inner workings like but wait, either like a project manager or a developer or someone there at, working on the actual playstation to like maybe we can get this stuff like a year from now or something but just like just why what, what was the hold up on, hold up on some of this like software stuff because the hardware is all there everything exists but like what's the real reason for some of the hold up like people keep throwing out the um uh, there are no NVMe SSDs that support the bandwidth that the PS5 needs. And I'm like, that's just not true. They do exist. They're mm-hmm. a little expensive. They're pricey for sure, but they exist. So it doesn't make any sense to like not do that unless they do something. And, and we already know they're not going to do this, that the proprietary um, like cartridges that they're going to sell themselves the way that Xbox is doing. Mm-hmm. And that Sony has done in the past. But like, just like understanding the inner workings, because like obviously both of us working in tech companies, we we understand some of the issues that come up sometimes. But like, this is just very odd and interesting. I'm glad that we have this update, but mm-hmm. uh, I think I think it reignited the conversation online of like, cool. Uh, we want more, man. Like, and it's not even it's not even like yeah. unreasonable asks. Well, it just seems very clear that. The only time we're going to get SSD expandable memory is for the first couple of years of PlayStation 5 is going to be because Sony has the one that you can get. Like they're go- yeah. like the exclusive yeah. version and, you know, then it's two years for third parties to figure out what they have to do to get in. You know what I mean? So it's just like that I'm annoyed about because it's I, I'm sure it's going to be two hundred dollars. For a terabyte. Oh, I mean, that's what they go for right now. Exactly. I didn't even look that up. I was just like, this feels like it's going to cost me 200 fucking dollars. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
You're probably right. That's probably what it is. They don't have their branded ones ready. I don't think they can lock it out because it's like a, it's it's standard. It's industry standard hardware. Like I can swap my SSD into it if I wanted to. It just wouldn't right. work because the software isn't registering it. That's probably what they're waiting for. They're they, they're waiting to have enough of those produced. Yeah. With their logo on it, with the premium upcharge, because it's going to be some nonsense, just like the yeah. switches with like their proprietary, like not the proprietary, but like the official switch branded um, micro SD cards and the docks and stuff. It's like it's it's the same thing. It's and it, the same and thing, it, you guys. And it's like, of course, this isn't going to be Sony's main point, because still, most people can't even get a PS5. Right, right, right. Literally, the second they are released, they are bought. It is a never-ending stream of money. <laughs> like, the scarcity of the pandemic, all of this stuff. Like, it, it may well yeah. just be that they cannot fathom producing the SSDs that they would need to produce. Because everyone knows, yeah, this is like, if I have the money, could be something I spend money on. For me right now, like, I'm fine. Like, but there's so many gamers that are, at this point, just more more yeah. in depth than i am and and they're well the longer this it. goes and, and the more like actual ps5 titles that, that get released it's gonna just become an amplified problem so we'll yeah. see we'll see if they that 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 camel breaks a little bit because uh i'm not there yet but i know the moment like ratchet and clank drops and returnal drops i'm like i yeah i need I, I need more storage god forbid you have warzone which is somehow like seven thousand gigs uh for the same map that it's been the whole time it's very confusing it hasn't changed basically at all no no it's man warzone is ridiculous it's one of the worst optimized games of all time it's truly crazy gta 5 online 44 gigs and i would say a far bigger amount of game Oh yeah, there's way more content. Way more content. Yeah, it's it's truly wild. Ridiculous. Um, will I be playing it at some point this week? Of course. Yeah, I'm addicted. Oh boy, is there crossplay on on GTA Five online? Oh, GTA Five. No, I haven't actually opened it up. I have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I still ha- I I have it on Steam. I bought it in a moment of weakness, and I had a disc version of it on the PS what three. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> I We're think. three generations deep. Yeah, Rockstar, come on, man. Yeah, but they got. More, yeah, it's it's my fault. I I'm part of the problem. Well, I guess I can't give you too much shit because I literally said two episodes ago that I bought Skyrim like five times. So that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, truly, heed our advice at your own risk for yes, everything. Absolutely. It seems like we're not necessarily that smart. <laughs> I'm very smart, okay? Yeah, it's fine. Listen, I'm going to take my GameStop attendees and <laughs> make more content. Oh, no. You shouldn't have said that oh, out loud. I know, I know, uh, I know. Here comes a dip, I'm baby. Gonna, uh, oh, boy. Here, here is the dip. Everything's a know, dip right now. Truly, the thing that they don't understand is I've already said goodbye to the money. <laughs> I said goodbye to the money months ago. Like, it's gone. It's dead. It's buried. Like, truly... There's nowhere to go but up like that. I think that's truly the thing they don't understand. People that are still in GameStop in any capacity, and I'm not even that into it. Like I mostly got out, but they do not understand. We all have nothing to lose now. We've no. I truly no. think everyone that's still in GameStop was like, "Oh no, that money gone." 
Yep. It's gone. I already said bye to it. It was just in my computer recycling bin and it hadn't been 30 days and it didn't automatically delete. And I, I pulled it back out, but it was already in the trash. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> one of my favorite responses. And then we can close out here is uh, the threads on, on Reddit where it's like people are like, yeah, food stamps or Lambos. Like there's no in between. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we are again, we, we talk about how easy our lives are at this point. But that's one of those moments where it's like there's some people that are actually that's where they're at. Oh yeah. And, oh, and yeah. I'm just, and I'm just like, eh, I mean, yeah, whatever. I, I, you know, I have a job. It gives me money. Right. right. I gave some well, amount of that to this stupid thing that maybe could be cool at this yeah, point. I mean, that's where I'm at with it. I, I mean, I think about like those people and that's how I know it's serious. Cause like, I think about those people and, and I think about like when I was there mm-hmm. when it was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I, this is my, my situation is not going to change. I'm, I'm on food stamps. Yeah. Uh, there is like an offshoot chance that one, I stay in my situation mm-hmm. regardless, or two, I can like actually change my life to some degree. Like that mindset yeah. at that point, I put myself in that head like, oh yeah, this is an easy hold. This is an easy, the easiest hold of my life. Cause yeah, like, who, who truly, cares? like at this point I'm like, well, I mean, for, for most of my shares, we're talking I'm like four or five months in, three three or four months in at this point. Yeah. So I'm like, well, if you get past 12 before you get rid... I'm like, honestly, I'm like, I hope this goes past my 12-month period because then, then you get taxed no long, completely yeah. better. It's long-term oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. instead of short-term. And like, that's... So like, I don't... I don't care about this money anymore and I will keep it there. <laughs> And even if, if let's say, let's say, so by, for whatever so reason, it doesn't happen for us. It doesn't. Ha- oh, yeah, absolutely. This. It's insane. It's ridiculous. Um, we're it, so lucky. Um, and we're also 30. <laughs> very and grateful. The 20s yeah. were way worse. Uh, 30. Oh, I was poor as shit. Yeah, so, I was. Yeah. Uh, on food stamps. Right before we started the same job, we, we started back then. I was literally on food stamps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, both of our lives looked very different when we met. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For we sure. Were, yeah. We were significantly more covered in dirt (laughs) (laughs) you're just dirtier kids yeah yeah poor people don't know how to clean themselves that's i i mean but it is true because i did live in a subterranean home Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that i stepped on a rat i do remember going over literally twice yeah yeah just like i didn't invite people over much i was like yeah we'll go to a cheap bar don't come to my home very sad you know well for, for you know if, if if there's if it's any consolation to anyone out there we still love our dirt cheap two dollar and fifty dollar two fifty uh beers at a it's the only beer crappy drink. dive bar okay anything else out of my face i love it um i'm sorry danny we were trying to end and then we were trying to end and we whoopsies. went on a tangent it's fine all right like subscribe comment Five stars. Hi, TikTok. Five stars. Bye.